Clients on Demand teaches coaches, service providers, and thought leaders how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Is Russ and Jane, and we are here today to talk to you about some stuff about dealing with challenges and dealing with, with mindset issues. Now, Jane's been on a couple episodes with me before, but let me just go ahead and reintroduce her in case you don't know who she is. She actually pretty much runs the whole show here at Clients on Demand. She's kind of the brains of this whole thing, to be honest, if I'm, if I'm going to be real about it. But she's also one of the very, very best personal development coaches on the planet. So she's one of those people that can actually create real permanent change and real permanent breakthroughs in just a few minutes when she's working with people. I mean, it really is an incredible thing to watch if you haven't seen it. And so she's an incredible addition to the team. And and the reason why it's so important that we have somebody like Jane here is that what we found at Clients on Demand is that, look, you can have the best business strategy on the planet, right? You can have a marketing plan that's totally dialed in. You can have Facebook ads or Twitter ads or where you're, you know, you're advertising and your marketing completely mastered and completely perfect. But if you don't know how to deal with your own fear and overwhelm, and if you don't know how to stay resourceful when you're dealing with challenges, you're going to have a hell of a time trying to scale and grow your business. And so one of the things that I say all the time to our clients at Clients on Demand is I say, listen, once you become an entrepreneur, your number one job is to deal with fear. And that just is what it is. Because challenges are going to happen and problems are going to happen and all kinds of stuff's going to come up that you can't really anticipate. And what's going to determine whether you succeed or fail in your business is how well and how resourcefully you're able to adapt and deal with those challenges. So I wanted to bring Jane on here today and just walk you guys through some really, really, really actionable strategies that you can use for dealing with challenges because they're going to come up. And it's, it's part of how we evolve. It's part of how we grow. It's part of how we get better at what we do. But if you can't stay resourceful through those challenges, it, it really sucks. So Jane, let's talk about that today. Hello, everyone. It's great to be here. So yeah, I think that um, one of the great things to have in your arsenal is a really quick way to get yourself ready to handle anything in any given moment. You know, one of the things that I always say is, you know, anyone, anywhere, anytime, I got this. And it's just, and that for me is like this, you know, it started off as when I first started doing coaching, that that was the belief that I had to cultivate because I wanted to have that certainty that whatever problem that came up and was right in front of me, that I could handle it and that I could serve. And that really has helped across all areas of my life. So when we're talking about challenges today, where we're going to focus is more focus on the challenges that just kind of come up 
where sometimes it feels like it's coming out of nowhere. So there's two types of problems or challenges that you're going to face. There are challenges that are more long term that'll take you longer to solve that problem. Like, you know, I need more leads or I'm not quite sure what my program's going to look like or um, I have to create a process or a system or I need to hire an assistant. Right. Those are long longer term problems and challenges. But today we're going to focus on what happens when something feels like it, it came out of nowhere, like somebody posted something negative around your business or your practice online or on Facebook or you get a bad review or someone on your team makes a really bad mistake or goodness, something in your personal life comes up. And in the face of that personal challenge, you still have to go forth and get really great results. So the strategies we're going to talk about today are more related to those types of challenges. However, these same strategies can be used when you sit down to tackle any situation. So first thing, I think maybe we just start with a share, Ross. Maybe that's the best, the best way to do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, let's yesterday. Yeah, so how this came up is yesterday I had one of those out of nowhere challenges and it wasn't a, that big of a deal, but it certainly railroaded my day. So uh, we meet as a team, the leadership team every single week and we just got off a leadership team meeting and I only had about 15, 20 minutes before we had our next strategy session with one of our Millionaire Alliance members. And my son, who had a half day, walks into my office crying with his, you know, iPad in hand. And, you know, he's at one of those crazy ages. You know, he's he just turned 13, just started middle school. He's in seventh grade. And, you know, he's just kind of at that age. And he's dealing with challenges that most of us don't didn't deal with when we were a kid, right? None of us had challenges of like what happens online or having to like worry when you were a kid that someone's going to capture some kind of photo of you and uh, you're in a precarious situation or out of context or any of those kinds of things. But anyway, he walks in and he is crying. And, you know, of course, this railroads me because typically he's not home during the day. This is not my mom time. This is my work time. And uh, obviously I needed to stop what I was doing and handle it. And without going into much detail, he was on a texting stream. There was some like kind of little bit of online bullying and all kinds of things. But at any rate, he was really, really upset. So there were a couple of things in that moment. I had to step up into, you know, coach and mom, <laughs> mom mode and handle that challenge. And we, you know, it took probably about 30, 45 minutes. So it meant I was going to be late to my next appointment. But we really walked through how to deal with that challenge. And so there's two types. And I'm going to go through the strategies of what we did in a few minutes here. But there's in that moment how I was going to show up. What was my reaction? Who did I need to be so that this wasn't like me as an emotional mess? This was, you know, of, hey, someone's hurting my son and he's crying. How dare that kid do this? And right, like. That's where like the internal part of me wanted to go right away, but that wasn't going to get me my outcome. So um, let's just kind of start from there. Yeah, Russ? 
Yeah, absolutely. So guys, look, you know, we're, we, we've got kind of an interesting thing going on here at COD where it's like we're running this multi-million dollar coaching company. If you guys don't know, all of us work from home. Um, we don't have an office. We don't have any kind of physical space at all. We all work from home. We all do things online. I'm in Laguna Beach, California. Jane's in Massachusetts. You know, Adrian's in Jersey. Mark's down in San Diego. So the whole team is scattered all over the place. We all have kids and we all have lives and we all have things that we have to deal with. So there's challenges that come up in the business. There's challenges that come up in your personal life. And it's just like, you know, it never stops. It's never going to stop that you always have something to deal with. So if you don't have a strategy for how you're going to deal with that stuff proactively and effectively, um, I think what we're going to talk about right now is really going to help. So Jane, one of the first things that you always, always, always talk about is when something happens, You've got to know your outcome. You've got to reconnect with what the outcome is that you want in the situation. Isn't that right? Yeah. So it's it's interesting because within the span of 45 minutes, I had two places where I had to deal with this challenge because the first off was being able to serve my son and then immediately afterwards getting on and, and serving this client, right? So none of that could be really about me. I had to show up for my son, even though I was dealing with my own like internal turmoil around it, and then show up for the client. So the first thing is that for me, it's like you got to take a beat, you know, and 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 get clear on your outcome. And by what I what I mean by take a beat is that take that moment, that ten seconds. It just feels like it's so you know it doesn't take very long at all. But for me. I have to get centered. And for everyone, this might look a little bit differently, but what works for me is I put my feet firmly on the ground. I take a breath and put my hand on my heart. That's just what works for me and center myself. And from there, I ask myself, what is my outcome? And it happens that whole centering myself and get myself in a more resourceful state and asking my, myself that question is really, really quick. And mm -hmm. when you know your outcome, my belief is I can handle anything. If I know where I want to go, what needs to happen, what needs to be achieved, anything can be figured out. Anything can happen. So well, it's such a great question yeah. because it immediately switches your focus. You know, mm -hmm. when something is happening and you're dealing with a threat, whether it's to your business or you know something that something comes into your conscious awareness that you don't like that you're like you know shit I have to deal with this now just making that decision of taking a second and going okay well, you know what do I want here like what does winning look like what is my outcome yeah. it immediately shifts your focus away from oh my god you know this spiral that you immediately get into like you know, oh my God, my son is now, he's dealing with bullying and he's never going to recover. And it's like, I'm never going to be able to deal with it. It's going to be a disaster and he's going to go nuts and it's going to be crazy. You know, and it's like, you know, you know how your brain can just go on this, like this spiral. But if you stop and say, what's my outcome, you immediately shift your focus. Can you go, what's my outcome? Look, I want, I want him to learn from this. I'm assuming, right? I want yeah. him to grow from this experience. I want him to, to be able to deal with this in the future. I want him to be smarter and stronger and believe in himself even more. Okay, great. And just thinking about that, it's like, it's like this breath of fresh air where now it's like, okay, now I know what I want. How can I begin to make that happen? And it's just such an incredibly powerful question that if you guys just start doing that when bad things happen or, you know, when challenges come up, it's going to just massively increase your ability to deal with things because you won't let yourself snowball. Right. That's exactly it. 
you need to get that clarity on what is most important right here and in this moment. So you're right. Like, how do I, you know, how do I serve Aiden? How do I help him move through this? How do I connect with him in a way where this felt traumatic for him? You know, and it was something that was easily solved and, you know, easily moved through, you know, from a grown up perspective, but from a little kid perspective, it didn't feel so much. So it's like knowing that kind of clarity on what it is, my outcome, then I can go ahead and get to work on what's most important. And this happens in any situation. You know, we've had, you know, clients who've said, they had some bad reviews on their program or they had a disgruntled a disgruntled client. And the idea is if you focus only on that and how that wasn't fair or how that shouldn't be there or that was that person's perspective, there you're, you're gonna go down a rabbit hole. But if you ask yourself, what is my outcome in the face of this right now? Now you have some actionables on what you can do next. Well, it takes you immediately out of a victim mentality. And it, and, it, and it gives you back your power just by asking the question because now you, you're putting the power in your hands. And just by asking that question, you're presupposing that you have some control over the outcome. You know, if you're saying, well, what's my outcome? It, you know, it, it, like hidden within that question is this, is this idea that you can influence the outcome, that there is something you can do, that you can make a difference in this situation, actually get what you want. And uh, just shifting your focus in that way takes me immediately from a disempowering state where it's like, oh man, what was me? This sucks to a totally empowered state where it's like now I can actually get resourceful and get things done. So then once you know that and you take a step back, you interrupt that process and you say, okay, look, here's what I want. I want this. I want everything to be cool with my son. I want him to learn from this experience. I want to defuse the situation. Then, then what? Then how do you begin to move in that direction to make that happen? Yeah. So part of that transition oftentimes is connecting with something bigger than yourself. You know, so if it's all, you know, how does this affect me? How does this make me feel? You're oftentimes then continue to go internal. So it's know my outcome and then connect. Part of that outcome has to be connecting with something bigger than yourself. And this is, you know, everyone have different ideas of what this looks like. For some people, it's about serving, going outside of yourself. For some people, it's connecting with God. For some people, it's focusing on what their vision or their purpose is for their life. But either any one of those choices will work if it's something that's kind of outside of yourself and looking at what that bigger picture is and what you're moving towards. So, you know, for example, when we got off, you know, when Aiden finished up that conversation and then he was fine and it was time to get on the client, like I was late. So it's like show up with that client. And honestly, again, I needed a minute because he walked out the door and it was like, oh, like my heart hurt. I was ready to cry, you know, but I held it together with my son. But again, it was okay. Take a beat. You know, what's my outcome? My outcome is to get on this meeting with Russ and this Millionaire Alliance client and serve them so they can get what they need. And it was connect with something bigger, connect with my ability to serve and make a difference for this client. And once you do that, you know your outcome, connect with something bigger. You have to tap into your own inner power, your own strength. And that's really the third thing that's so important that you have to go back to where your greatness lies. So the best way to do that is continually condition 
what is your inner strength? You know, Mark loves to talk about superheroes. You know, he talks about, you know, how, who is your own inner hero? So every time you do something great, you want to anchor in like, and it sounds so cheesy and so silly and it's hard to even talk about it because it's so silly. But like every time you do something great, like tapping into, you know, what is that strength in me? You know, and even sillier is, is naming that strength, you know, whether that's some kind of primal strength or superheroes strength or goddess strength, but who are you when you are kicking butt, taking names in your power, making things happen? Mm -hmm. And so the best way to tap into that strength is to think of a time when you were doing that, right? If you need that in a moment is tap in like, when is a time that I was so resourceful that I kicked butt and I served. Mm -hmm. And if you can get back to that moment, like a specific moment, you're so far ahead of the game. I love this because it's like, first, so first of all, you know, you're in this situation and you're asking yourself, okay, well, what's my outcome? Like, what do I want here? And then you're, I mean, really what you're doing is reframing your perspective on the situation by saying like, what's, you know, connecting to something bigger. What's the big picture here? Like what's, what's the bigger purpose at work? What's the bigger, um, aim that I need to connect to, you know, like in that moment you were like, I have to serve the client and that person's needs are what's really, really important here. So let me go serve the client and let me do that and do a good job. And then right away, again, it takes your focus off of the immediate problem that was happening right now and puts it in, in, in the broader perspective of like, what are you here to do? What are you here to accomplish? Like, who are you here to be? And then when you're tapping into your strength, you're asking yourself, okay, so look, now I know what I want. I know why I'm doing this. I know the bigger picture. And then who am I really? Like, who is Jane really? Like, who have you been? How have you showed up in the past? Like, what's, have you dealt with stuff like this before? Of course. Like, you know, do you have it within you? Do you have the resources within you to handle this? Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and, and then you can step forward. Now you're connected to what you want. You're connected to what's really going on in a bigger, bigger sense. So you get a bigger understanding of the situation. And then you're connected to your own inner strength. And now you can step forward and act in the situation in a powerful and resourceful way. And I can tell you, you are a million times more likely to do a good job in that situation and actually execute the stuff that you need to execute than if you, you know, if you're sitting there just reacting to the challenge. And, and I think that's where people get stuck because people don't ask themselves, what's my outcome? And, and they just react. And they just keep reacting and they're, you know, they're reacting to all the drama that's happening and the challenges that's happening. So-and-so said this on social media and they're just reacting to it and and it just like snowballs and, and they completely lose any sense of what they want, what their power is, like what the hell they're supposed to be doing in the first place. And I know people, and I think you do, you probably do too, but I know people who live their whole life this way. Yeah. And it's just an unbelievable thing because these are the people that like, you know, my dad always used to say something, you know, there's, you know, my dad, let's go quote, I'll quote, quote Russ Sr. here. He always used to say, um, you know, some people have 20 years of experience and some people have the same year 20 times. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we're talking about here because what happens is when you're constantly reacting to the drama, you're just repeating the same patterns, that same instinctive response. You lash out or you go on Facebook and you type something or you go and you sulk or Whatever your thing is, your com you know, your, 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 the way that you soothe yourself, but that's what you're doing. Instead of going out there and being effective in the world, 
and just and and using this exact process that you shared with us, Jane. So I think I mean I think this is a really powerful thing. If you really guys if you guys really let this in, and the next time something happens, you remind yourself to go through those three steps. It's going to dramatically change the resourcefulness that you have in the moment. And if you want to know what separates like really successful business owners from the ones that fail, it's their ability to just pull that string and get it together and do that. But this is the mental process that you follow. Otherwise, you're just reacting. And all of us fall into this trap, and I catch myself falling into it sometimes too. When you know any number of little crazy things happen, it's really easy to slip into that. But um, but you know, I love this. This is this is amazing. Yeah, and you know, this is not about pretending there isn't a problem there or there's not a challenge or squashing down your feelings and holding them inside. This is not about any of those things. This is about there's a challenge in front of you and you need to get to the other side now. There's something that you have to accomplish. There's something that you have to do. There's something required of you that you have to pull yourself together. You know, it's like, this is the part where Nike comes in where it's just do it, <laughs> you know, Nike slogan. It, you know, there are times when you don't have 30 minutes to process your feelings or 30 minutes to kind of move through something. This, this strategy is really for right here, right now in front of me is a challenge and I have to step up to it. And later on, if you need to go back and process it and work through things and strategize, I'm telling you something right now. If you strategize how to get through any challenge or any kind of problem from going through this first, this state and getting resourceful, you are going to be so much further down the line. Because the problem is, is that when you focus too much on the problem, how you feel about the problem you tend to get smaller, right? Like mm -hmm. everything goes down, like this is really awful. What could this mean? You know, we talked about this before, Russ, and then you live into the future, like this problem is never gonna be fixed. You know, and like, what's the worst thing that could happen? And, you know, you just keep going forth like that. So this strategy here is really about for the in the moment problem that comes up and you have to take everything in you and perform and be fabulous in the face of it. I love that because you're absolutely right. You're not denying the problem. You're not saying, oh, this isn't happening and burying your head in the sand. And you're not, you know, refusing to look at like the truth of what's really going on. You're facing it square on, but you're saying, you know what? Hey, yes, this problem is here, but I'm here too. And I'm going to show up and I'm going to deal with it. And that's the way that we really do everything we can at clients on demand to look at that stuff. And this is the mindset we try to put into our clients too. It's like, look, pay attention. If something's not working, let's be real. It's not working, but let's immediately shift our focus to how can we fix it? What do we want here? What's the bigger picture? What's, you know, what's really going on? What's this really about? What's the, what's my higher purpose here? And then tapping into, well, look, who am I really like, you know, have I dealt with this kind of thing before? Uh, yes. Are there other people, you know, a great question that I ask myself all the time is like, have people dumber than me done this before? And it's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So great. <laughs> like I, if they can do it, why can't I do it? And then showing up and, and, and just, you know, doing your best to knock it out. Yeah. It, it seems like such a simple process and it's simple in, in that it's only a couple of steps, right? But where it gets difficult is you have to be willing to do it. 
-hmm. Isn't that the truth about everything? You have to be willing to focus on where you want to go, what you have to get accomplished, who you need to serve so that you can get yourself in a better state in order to do that. And there has to be that willingness. And the way you summon that willingness is to, to look forward on what's next. Yeah, I love that. I, I, I love that. I think that's great. So talking about how you begin to condition this, is it just practice makes perfect? Is it just, hey, getting in the habit of doing this and doing this and doing this and doing it, and then eventually you know, you, you get better and better at it and you get stronger? Or is, is there a way to train yourself to do this a little faster? I mean, like, so let's say someone's listening to this and they're listening to what we're talking about and, and then they're just having this really amazing moment of clarity and they're saying, you know what? Shit, I, I really am not good at <laughs> dealing with stuff when it comes up, you know? And, and it's like a lot of us aren't. So how do you condition this? How do you train this so that those resources that we just talked about are there for you in the moment? They're there for you under stress so that they're not gonna you know, listen to this podcast and get these ideas and, and, you know, and they're taking notes and it's all good. And then they go out there and do it in the real world. And the first challenge that happens, they just crumble and none of this is there for them. How do you condition this? So there's a reason why so many people today talk about habits and rituals. Like we hear this over and over and over again. And the reason we do is because they work. The reason why we keep hearing people talk about the importance of conditioning your mindset, your body, uh, your focus is because it works and because it's important. Mm -hmm. So we've talked about this before, Russ, is yeah, you gotta condition the muscle before you need it. So yes, these are really great strategies that you can use it in the moment and you will get a good result. Like if you full on do it, if you full on get associated to your outcome, if you full on figure out who it is that you're trying to serve, what you're trying to do, and you tap into your strength, you're going to get a really great result. And you're going to get quicker and quicker and quicker at it the more you do it. And you won't stay so long in that unresourceful state. You'll have that ability to shift much more rapidly because you've done it over and over and over again. So one of the things that you want to do as part of your ritual is focus in on what are your beliefs about who you are and what you can do, what you're capable of. Every single day, we talk all the time about focusing on your, you know, Mark likes to call it your brag book, your superhero book, you know, writing down everything that you're proud of, what it is that you've accomplished. You know, that's a great way to do it is capturing that every single day. Another thing that's really great to do is conditioning those beliefs. Like I said earlier in today's show was anyone, anywhere, anytime. And that is so matter of fact for me now in terms of coaching. You know, that is the one belief I feel like all coaches need to be able to take on is anyone, anywhere, anytime or anything, any, you know, whatever it is, because to me, it is so conditioned that there is not a problem that can come in front of me where I don't feel like in that moment, I can step up to the task. And that's because it's been conditioned over and over again. And by conditioned, again, it sounds so silly, but saying it out loud, saying it from an emotional state that's congruent with that belief. So your subconscious guys responds to just to just, I just want to take two seconds and deconstruct yeah. what you said there, Jane. 
your your subconscious responds to emotionally engaging stuff that's repeated again and again. And it just does. So if Jane, you've got your belief of anytime, anywhere, any place, you know, you're 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 there. You're gonna show up ready to coach whoever it is and, and create the breakthroughs that they need. You feel that, you imagine that, you're saying it again and again, you're feeling it and you're feeling it and you're feeling it, and that's building that muscle every single day so that that strength is there for you when you need it. It's just like if you're going into the gym and you're practicing your, you know, if you're like a power lifter and you're practicing your, your lifts and your lifts and your lifts, you're getting stronger and stronger and stronger so that on competition day, it's like, boom, you can just do it. So it's very important that you guys develop a habit and a ritual where you're, you know, asking yourself like, who do I, who do I need to be to do this? Like, what do I want to, what do I want to accomplish? And, and what are the most empowering beliefs I can possibly give myself? Like the one you just said is great that no matter what comes up, I'm going to freaking deal with it and I'm going to do a great job. That's a very powerful belief. And if you condition that, that's what you're going to default to in the moment. That's what you're going to default to under stress. So that training aspect where you're training your subconscious, just like you would train, you know, a, a dog or something like just like you would train an animal where it's just that constant repetition where you're reinforcing and reinforcing these powerful beliefs and how you're talking to yourself every single day and what you're visualizing and what you're thinking about. It, it all pays just massive, massive dividends. And like I said at the beginning of the call, you can have the best strategy in the world. But if you're not doing that work on this, on your mindset, you're never going to be able to execute and you're definitely never going to be able to deal with it when, you know, when the chips are down and when you run into challenges. That's right. It's so important that you condition that. And one of the best things I learned from Tony Robbins was you have to be congruent with your thoughts and your physiology. So meaning the way you're moving your body the, the, and that internal language or even the external language, what you're saying have to be congruent in order for you to condition that. So if I'm like, anyone, anywhere, anytime I got this and I mean, you know, and I'm like melting while I'm saying it, it's not going to have the same effect as it would if I, my emotional, my physical state was the same. So that means shoulders back, stand up, put your head back. You know, you have to get yourself and your physiology that you can do that too. Otherwise, there's no conditioning. It's the complete miss, right? Because it's just not, it's not going to feel like it's truthful. So that's where that saying almost that fake it till you make it comes in. Get yourself, focus on your inner strength. Get yourself in the physiology that you would when you say those beliefs. A great way to do that is just even by walking. When you're conditioning your beliefs is stand up, go for a walk. You know, every morning, if you start your day with a 10 minute walk and you say these things out loud, I call it my rant and rave. You know, I just start with my kind of go to beliefs. And then from there, I just kind of move on to it. You know, I'll start with now I'm doing a personal share here it is I'll start with, you know, I love, honor and appreciate my body. And I snap right now because that's kind of a cadence. You know, I love, honor and appreciate my body. I love, honor and appreciate my body. And I just start like from there. And then once I get in that state, I, everything goes, you know, I'll bring in stuff, beliefs around finances, about serving, about my family, about being a mom, about what I can create and work. And all of that just goes and it takes five minutes to really get that going. And then your physiology is a match for those beliefs. So having those habits and rituals that you do every single day, 
have it be, it can be as little as, you know, three minutes and as much as 15 minutes. Or if you're doing journaling or putting in there, planning your day, for some people, it's as much as an hour. So that's one way of having that habit and, and ritual as part of what you do daily. And then the other thing that you can do is consciously do it a few times a day. You know, when you're shifting gears, every time before you pick up the phone to talk to a client, purposely get yourself in a great state. Then again, you're strengthening that muscle. We have everyone on our, all of our coaches, every time before they pick up a call, they get themselves in state to serve that client every single time, every time. It's something that they do. So they're strengthening that muscle all of the time by getting themselves intentionally in that emotional state. Or every time you shift gears, if I'm you know, working and it's time to now go out and make dinner and get into homework mom mode, again, I intentionally get myself in state and then I enter into the rest of the household because now I'm intentionally doing that extra rep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, getting into the physiology is is critical. Like standing up, the way you stand, the way you move is very, very tough to be in a depressed state when you're up. You know, for me, I actually, I, I don't think I've ever told you about this, but I actually did a workshop once about submodalities, which is like, mm. if you don't know what that is, it's like, it's just being aware of when you imagine things in your mind, the qualities that it has. And, and one of the things, and this is such an odd question to ask, but one of the things the guy asked is he was like, look, think about something that you're just not really sure about. And at the time I had something that I was trying to do and I really had a lot of doubt about whether or not I was going to be able to do it. And the question he asked was, okay, great. So now think about that and picture that in your mind. And where does that show up? Where do you see that? And it was just really interesting because everything that, that I had a doubt about was sort of down into the left. Like in my mind's eye, it was all down here. And I had this doubt about it and all these negative feelings about it. And it was, it was literally pulling my physiology down Mm -hmm. to look Mm -hmm. at it. And then he was like, okay, well now take it and pull it up and just make it bigger and put it right in front of you. Like it's on a big movie screen and it took a little practice. I was like, okay, this is weird. But then I was like, all right, let's just take this little image of me doing this and then blowing it up and putting it right there on the screen. And like immediately my emotions engaged. I felt stronger. I felt more powerful. I just felt so much more certain about it. Um, so I think that that's just like huge becoming aware of, of, you know, the way you're carrying your body, how is that affecting your confidence? The, the way you're imagining things and visualizing things, you know, is it, is it, are you seeing it as like weak and down here and you're not really as sure about it or whatever? Or are you seeing it like big and bold and like, Hey, this is going to happen. Um, so all of that is huge. And the, and the more that you guys begin to focus on this and do the work on this kind of stuff and condition it, the more resourceful and the more powerful you're going to be. Yeah. Again, everyone, this is so simple. It really is. It's not a matter of this being hard. It's a matter of doing it. It's a matter of doing what you know, because the truth is pretty much all of you listening to this, you've heard this strategy or parts of this strategy in the past. And then you want to get truthful with yourself and go, are you doing it? You know, am I really doing something to condition my own psychology, my own mindset every single day? So when the going gets tough, I got all kinds of muscle. I have all kinds of fuel to move me through that challenge. And if the answer is, you know, no, I haven't been doing it. 
I haven't been doing it. And we all ebb and flow with this. There are times where I rock my ritual. <laughs> you know, I make it a game, quite honestly. I'll say, I'll write it down every day that I do it. And I try to see how many days consecutively I can get it going. You know, I'm at day 35. Nobody wants to start over from day one. And if I miss it, I got to go back to day one. And then I start all over again. You know, when I'm doing it, I'm better. And when I'm not, I can stabilize and I can hold that for a period of time. But every time I bust out with that ritual again, magic happens. It just does. So if you haven't been doing any kind of habit or ritual or any kind of thing to condition your mindset, your beliefs, your psychology, I'm going to invite you to go back to what you know works and do it for a couple of reasons. One, because it makes you feel good. It has you start your day so much more effective. You get more accomplished. And then secondly, when challenges come up, you rock the challenge. It's no big deal. It just rolls off your back and you can stand in front of that challenge. You can deal with it with grace. You can get the result and feel better in the process. Absolutely. So guys, look, right now, I don't know what's holding you back. It could be you're listening to this and you're going, you know, mindset wise, I feel pretty good. Or you could be listening to this going like mindset wise, say, you know what? She's right. I'm like completely falling apart and I need, to, <laughs> I need to get more resourceful. I need to do something about this. Or you might be like, look, you know, my lead flow isn't working out. I'm not getting the sorts of clients that I want. I'm not enrolling the clients that I want. Or maybe you don't even have a really great offer in the first place. You need help developing it. Whatever piece of this you are stuck on, we can help you. We can coach you through it. So if you need our help, I want you to go to russrafino.com forward slash call. Book a call to talk to us. You can tell us everything that's going on, what's working, what's not working, where you're stuck, where you're thriving. And we can help you put together a step-by-step -step game plan to get where you want to go, to decide, like, look, what is that outcome you want to achieve, you know, and, and how fast do you want to get there? And what do we need to do, not just in terms of your strategy, but in terms of your mindset and the way that you think and your habits and your rituals and all these things, we're going to overhaul all of that stuff with you. So head over to rustrofino.com, book a call to talk to us. It's totally free. We'll get on the phone for about 45 minutes and uh, the work that we do together will be the best 45 minutes you've ever spent working on your business. I absolutely promise it. So Jane, thank you so much for all that incredible wisdom you just like gave us today. It's, it's something where it's like, I want you to remind me about what we talked about when I'm freaking out about something just be you like, don't oh, freak out that? too much. I know, but but it happens sometimes. <laughs> just remind me. Just be like, hey, Russ, you remember the show we did where we talked about, you know, what's your outcome? It's like, God damn it, Jane. Okay, fine. Great. Yeah, okay. All right. And, and then I'll start to feel better, and then we can deal with it. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> All right, awesome. All right, you guys, thanks for tuning in. Everybody have a fantastic day. Catch you guys later. Thanks, Bye -bye. guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. Now, we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. 
I'm Russ Ruffino, and let's talk soon.